What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the pussy fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself, with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more essential excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Intimate. I'm so fucking happy to be here. I'm so happy you're tuning in. It's so, so good to be home, recording from my amazing freaking studio, just kidding, recording from my closet, but I'm still happy I get to sit down and get back into the weekly groove because your girl has been on vacation for the last three weeks, and it has been so, so good. We ate all the yummy food. We went to Austria to go visit my family, so I grew up there. And uh, we went to go visit my mom and my sister and my grandma because they still live there. And it was so freaking fun. We did all the hikes. We ate all the yummy desserts. We did all the fun things. And we had no Wi-Fi. So (laughs) I wasn't able to post any podcast episodes or do any recording and like edit it and post it. So here I am after a three-week break of not podcasting. Super fucking excited to talk about all the ways that having less sex can actually get you feeling closer because I'm going to tell you why in a second here. Let's get intimate. Okay, so let me give you a little bit of a backstory on why I'm choosing to do this episode. So before our trip to Austria, Rye and I decided to intentionally not have sex while on our vacation. Sometimes we like to set an intention of not having sex and just like connecting through pleasure and intimacy a little deeper because it can be so, so, so juicy and exciting and spicy for your relationship to set intentional time where you actually don't have sex. So we said, okay, when we're going on the vacation, we're not going to have sex at all. We are just going to focus on our relationship focus on having fun, like focus on bonding, focus on pleasure, and we're going to skip the sex until we get home. So yeah, three weeks doesn't really sound like a long time, but let me tell you, when you set an intention and when you get like really, really, really deeply intentional about not having sex, it just gets more exciting and I don't know what it is about it, but like your body just like wants to have sex because now that's like the thing that you shouldn't do and that's taboo, right? And so things can get really juicy just by doing this. So we decided not to have sex for three weeks and I mean, throw on the not having Wi-Fi, like this was, this was like a ultimate detox for me, <laughs> but we had so much fun and I know like for some of you traveling might be super, super crazy and stressful for your relationship and for some of you it's like really awesome and really bonding and for some of you it's like something in the middle right 
And for us, it's really about finding finding that balance and also just like making sure that we do take that time to connect because when you're thrown in unexpected situations, especially when you're traveling, especially if you have kids, like, oh my God, it is so easy to like snap at each other or it's just so easy to fall into disconnect. So we set this really, really big intention to keep that connection strong, to do practices that really support our intimacy and our connection, but not to have sex. So I'm going to talk about like what happened and what happens when you actually set a deep intention not to have sex. We've all had a dry spell, right? Like we've all had those times in our relationships where we aren't having as much sex than we usually are or maybe like we're not feeling it at all and then there can be days, weeks, months of not having sex or having sex as frequently as we want and like in retrospect for us three weeks of not having sex doesn't really sound that long like we've totally not had sex for longer than that um but when you set an intention as I said before things can really shift differently but what I want to talk about is the difference between that so it can be fairly easy if you are in like a rut or if you're feeling like your libido is super low right or if you're feeling super stressed in your life like something that is actually like blocking or just stopping you from actually connecting with your sexuality or connecting with that part of you that desires sex right it can feel really easy to let time go by and be like oh my god we have not had sex in like three weeks like what's going on here right or maybe oh my god we haven't had sex in two months it's just been so crazy busy I've been stressed I've been having health issues like blah 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 the kids have been crazy all over the place right so it's really easy for for that to happen in a normal day-to-day time frame right and so when that time goes by it can seem like time is flying by but what is different about setting an intention on not having sex is setting that intention right like that shifts everything number one and number two and the most important part of this is is actually committing to deep intimacy within that container right so now we are setting the intention of not having sex but we're also really doubling down on creating intimacy on creating connection on strengthening bonds right on strengthening communication on having lots of fun together and really taking that time to deeply connect outside of the bedroom right but still maintaining that pleasure aspect still maintaining that deep intimacy still maintaining that desire right and that automatically sparks that desire to be even stronger for one another so I highly recommend like if you have not set intentional time before right like do it in a time where you feel like your libido is at a level place right like you don't want to do it when you're already like oh my god I'm in such low libido right now and I'm just gonna throw this out there as an excuse not to have sex but like if you're feeling pretty balanced in your libido I want to challenge you to just like take however much time you think works for you. I would say definitely like two weeks minimum to like really feel feel some of the effects of it. And you know, if you can go longer, that's great. If if two weeks is good for you, then two weeks is awesome. But like really just take some time to set the intention, right, of taking a break and just pausing sex 
and seeing what comes up for you. Because sometimes when we take a moment away, when we step away and really commit to listening to our bodies and observing what is happening within us, when we are connecting deeper with our partners, right? We get to actually look at our sexual desire, our sexual arousal, our sexual excitement for the other person from an objective lens, right? Like now we're just observing what is happening with our sexual energy. And sometimes it's really, really, really good to be in that space, especially if you are trying to figure out what are your turn-ons, right? Like when are the moments you feel most turned on? When are those moments that it's super, super easy for you to fall into a state of arousal, right? Like when you know you can't have sex, but you are really doing the work on creating a deeper connection. You're really doing the work on seeing your partner on uh, in a deeper way, or you're really doing the work on creating deeper intimacy without having the pressure of having sex. Like it's really interesting to see what happens. Like it's interesting to see which parts of you open, which parts of you relax, which parts of you maybe feel tense to this idea, right? Maybe it can be like sexual tension. It doesn't have to be like a painful tension, right? And which parts of you struggle with this, right? And which parts of you are like, yes, oh my God, this buildup, this anticipation is so fucking juicy. And so I want to just challenge you to try this out in your relationship because sometimes it can be, as I said, really, really beautiful to see what happens for you both and let that excitement and let that like potent desire for each other build and build and build and build and build over the weeks. I promise you that before the end of this, you're going to want to rip each other's clothes off and like you're going to be talking about how excited you are to have sex. You're going to be talking about how amazing it is to have sex again after you haven't had it for a while and you're both going to be so, so excited and it'll be so easy to observe your your sexual desire for each other, your sexual desire that is just naturally in your body, right? It's it's interesting to observe how your energy shifts when you commit to setting that intentional time without having sex, but also really, really, really hone in on connecting deeper, on sharing intimacy, on finding out like what are the things that get me feeling really, really, really deeply and ecstatically and like with full fucking joy connected and present with you right that changes so fucking much because when we actually take time to give space to our sex life to our sexuality right to the things that are currently happening in our sex life it actually gives you this beautiful opportunity to notice your sexual desires. It gives you a beautiful opportunity to notice what it actually is that you want in your sex life, what it actually is that gives you true joy, true excitement, and true turn on in your life. And you also have another opportunity to share this when your sexual energy comes up. You have an opportunity to share what your ideas and what your desires and what your needs are for your sexuality or for your sex life, right? Because let's be real here. It's so fucking easy for sex to take up a lot of space when it comes to communication, right? It's so it's so easy for 
for one to just slip into sex like it's just a doing thing rather than a sharing thing or a feeling thing or a noticing thing or even just a talking thing sometimes, right? Like if you're transitioning from your day and maybe you have sex, sometimes there might not even be really any major communication in there involved. And so when we take sex out of the equation and we are just left with our sexual energy, right? We're just left with communicating. We're just left with connecting. We're just left with creating deeper intimacy and on a hunt to really find what connects us, right? It gives the opportunity to actually talk about shit, like talk about your sex life. Talk about how excited you are to have sex. Talk about what you really enjoy and love about each other, right? There's so many beautiful things that can actually result from intentionally not having sex. And so you might be like, okay, like you are the sex coach, you are the pussy fairy, where are you going with this? (laughs) But... That's the thing, like sometimes taking a step back, right, with intention, with a beginning and an end, and with honor and ritual and devotion, right, we can actually create a deeper bond by stepping away. We can actually create deeper intimacy, right, by going deeper with each other without the pressure of having to have sex. And so I want to talk about the benefits of doing this because on the other side of this, this can actually recycle to having more sex, which is really fucking amazing because now that you have taken space from it, right, it can feel really yummy to indulge and hold the sexual energy for a longer amount of time because you have intention behind it. The energy is a lot stronger and more potent because it's been building, 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 right? Rather than being depleted all the time, rather than maybe having sex because you feel like, I don't know, maybe you haven't sex, had sex in like a week or you feel like it's a chore or you're like, oh, okay, I feel like I haven't had sex in a long time, so I'll just please my partner, right? Like that sexual desire, that sexual frequency, that sexual energy is just like at more depleted, right? It's it's more depleted than if you are really honing in on increasing that intimacy, increasing that connection, and like building the sexual energy and the sexual tension and the sexual excitement over time. And you'll notice that in the first little bit where you do start having sex again, that there is just more available excitement for sex. So this doesn't mean that the first sex you're going to have is going to be the most fucking mind-blowing, epic, fucking everything ever, right? Because usually it's kind of over a little quickly because you're really excited about it and then you're like, oh, okay. But after that, right, you still notice the beautiful after effects of it because there is still so much excitement and enjoyment there and your body is feeling super open to this because you've been crafting at holding in your desire. For me, this was like three weeks. So our first sex that we had after was like, yeah, it was good, but I wouldn't say it was like a 10 out of 10, but I would say it was pretty up there. It was like an eight out of 10. So that was amazing. But the sexes we've had after that, like, oh my God, 
a sexy tox is always so, so, so good because I always find my orgasms are much more powerful after and I just feel so fucking good in my body. I feel so excited in the moment. I feel really present. It's easy for me to get into my body and same with rye. Like it is fucking mind-blowing and it's just like, it's literally getting better and better and I mean, we just got back home. So <laughs> we've only had sex um, twice three times maybe it's already been three times but just saying like if you haven't done a sex detox do it set an intention together as a couple if you're in a relationship if you are solo do this with your solo masturbation practice like this is not just for the people who are in a relationship okay like this is for you if you self-pleasure if you have sex that is all all you need to do is like really set a deep intention on how you're going to create your no sex container, how you're going to get back into it because that is really, really important, right? Like getting back into it with intention as well of really just like indulging in what you're feeling, indulging in your five senses, really, really taking your time to notice what those sensations are that are coming up in your body, right? Like imagine you are having sex for the very first time, like not the actual first time you have sex, but like imagine you have never been a human before and now you're human and you get to experience an orgasm for the very first time and it's fucking amazing like really take to it as that kind of incredible experience right and so the intention of how you start back up is really really important in this too but just noticing what's coming up in your body right like after you take a break and then what happens when you start again right and this is also just such a good practice for getting to know your yeses and nos right like when you are don't have the pressure oh my god i'm literally stuttering today cuz i have not recorded this podcast in a long time but when you are not having the pressure of having to have sex right you actually get the opportunity to tune in to when you're feeling naturally turned on, when you're not turned on, when something is really exciting for you, when you're feeling fully aroused, right? Like you will get to observe those things come up naturally in your body, right? You're going to naturally notice those things come up maybe consciously, maybe subconsciously. Like for me, I was having a lot of sex dreams and those three weeks, which I never really have that much. But for some reason, because it was taboo, I was having a shit ton of sex dreams. And so it wasn't like every day, but it was definitely around when I was ovulating. And it was definitely a few times after that for like a week. And so I really noticed those are the days that I woke up and I was like, ooh, I can smell you. You smell really good. And I just want to like rip your shirt off, right? Like those are the, the times where I noticed my body was craving sex. And then other times where it came up for me was when we were feeling really connected, when we were laughing, when we were having fun, when we were feeling relaxed. And those in those moments, that was like a full yes for my body. And it wasn't just like me thinking like, oh, I want to have sex with you. But my body felt relaxed. It felt open and it felt really, really, really receptive to getting excited. And so those are the full yes moments for me, right? And usually, maybe if I'm in the day-to-day -day and I might be feeling like, oh, we haven't had sex in a while. Like, we should probably have sex again. Like, I think I'm in the mood. 
maybe you're in the mood and we just go ahead and do it. And they're like, uh, okay, like maybe I wasn't like 100% in the mood, but like I got into it after a little while, right? Like those are the different nuances that you get to notice when it is a full fuck yes and a full no. Because here's what's important. Here's what's important. It's so, so, so important to learn your full fuck yes and your no, which is literally anything after that and your maybe, right? Like there is a difference between that. And I think being able to take time and space to notice when those are coming up naturally in your body gives you the opportunity to understand when you're in your full fuck yes for sex and when you are in your full no. And once you really, really, really stay true to having sex when you are in your full fuck yes, this might mean that you may have less sex than you were before because you're actually only having sex when you're fully honoring your fuck yes and not when you are in your fuck no and exploring when you are in your maybe, right? And This is such a beautiful thing. I think so many people really fear that when they honor their desires, right, and they honor their body, that their sex life is going to fall apart. Like, yes, you might have less sex, but also you might have more or it might stay the same. But there is so much empowerment in honoring your full yeses, right? And there's so much empowerment in exploring your maybes and exploring maybe there's something else that I want to do, right? And there's so much power in honoring your nose. Like this creates so much safer space in your body, so much safer space in your sexual experience, right? So much trust, so much opening, so much surrendering, so much letting go. When you tap into the power of honoring your fuck yes, your maybe, and your no in sex, right? And this is why sex can be so fucking incredible because when you are having sex, when you're in your fuck yes states, your sex life shifts so much because you are feeling empowered. You're coming out of a place of full fucking desire. You're in your fuck yes. And you feel like it is so much easier to get into your body because you're operating from a fuck yes state, right? And so this is why sometimes having less sex is actually so much better, especially if you are in that place of honoring your fuck yes and your fuck no's and your maybes. And also, if you are taking a break, right, if you're taking an intentional sex break and you are really setting this beautiful connection with yourself or with your partner, if you're in a relationship, remembering that there is so, so much power in holding back, right, and observing your sexual energy and playing with that, right? Because sexual energy does not always mean you have to have sex. There are so many other ways that you can tend to your sexual energy. You can play with your sexual energy, right? You can communicate your sexual energy. So many times we actually just act on our sexual energy, but we don't take the time to communicate our sexual energy. We don't take the time to invite our sexual energy to play. We don't take the time to let our sexual energy lead the activities we choose as a couple, the, the like, I don't know, the games we play as a couple, right? Like the ways to like really fucking connect the conversations we have as a couple, right? There's so much you can do with your sexuality and your sexual energy 
and your intimacy, right? So really just setting some intentional time to cut sex off just for a little bit and see what happens. I promise you, if you do this like a couple times a year, it's like, ooh, it's like a breath of fresh air into your sex life. I love doing these. I fucking hate it in the beginning. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I love saying let's set an intention of not having sex for three weeks, but my body's like, I know exactly what's going to happen here. Like, it sounds easier than said, but then like two days later, I'll be like, oh my God, (laughs) I want to have sex. Like, this is actually crazy. This is so, so, so hard. But as you go along and as you notice the days, weeks go by, it can feel really, really juicy to just notice what's coming up for you, right? Notice how you're connecting with yourself. Notice how you're connecting with your sexual energy. Notice how you're connecting with your partner and notice where you get to your edge of like, oh my God, I just want to do it now. (laughs) And then holding that, holding that energy, right? Like holding it and seeing what you can do to transform it. So this is just a little inspiration from our intentional three-week sex hatus. And obviously I am broadcasting from the other side of it and I'm telling you, mm, Y'all, y'all just need to do it. Like you need to do it, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, it is so, so fucking good. It's going to be one of those things that you're like, oh, this seems like such a good idea and you never do it. Don't be one of those people. (laughs) Just try it out. It is so, so, so yummy, right? Even just like teasing each other throughout that and teasing yourself throughout that, but not taking it into sex is just so so exciting and so invigorating and it just gives you energy because you're taking your sexual energy and you're actually recycling it throughout your body right tantric principles um and certain practices it teaches the same thing so really really just coming back to moving your sexual energy around your body and if you're like oh my god what is sexual energy like just think about your like your sexuality, right? All of this beautiful power behind your desires, behind your sexual arousal, behind your sexuality, just being recycled and feeding all of your cells with all of this juicy, 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 energizing, vibrant desire. And you can get off this charge for like I don't even know, for weeks, right? So it's just bringing in new excitement to your body, bringing in new radiance, just doing a good old fucking detox because we all know how detoxes are. Sometimes during the detox, it can feel really hard in the middle, but then at the end, you feel fucking amazing. Same thing with sex detoxes. Like you just, you just got to get it through. And let me put this out there for those of you who think you can be sneaky, self-pleasure if you're in a relationship and you're restraining from having sex with each other is also included in that. Okay. (laughs) So no masturbating, no self-pleasure, no sex, no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, if you try it out, those are the only rules that exist within that. And obviously creating an intention around it, a container, and then having a talk at the end of it, right? Like if you are in a relationship It's really, really good to talk about it. Like, how did you feel during this? What are some things that were really hard for you? What are some things that you loved? What did you love about connecting with me on this level, right? Are you excited to have sex? How do you want to create our sex when we do have it, right? Like setting beautiful intentions and actually having a conversation around it. And if you are solo, right? If you're not in a relationship 
journal about your experience, share what you learned about your body, share when were the days that you felt really aroused, like really take a moment to honor and and feel into this journey because it can it can just teach you so much and then after maybe like a week when you have started self-pleasuring again or you're having sex again just jot down what your energy levels were like how you're feeling if you're feeling creative if you're feeling inspired if you're feeling exhausted if you're feeling orgasmic right there's so many things that can come out of this and obviously everybody's body is so so different so it's going to affect you in so many different ways. And each time I do it, honestly, I get different results. Like this time I felt super fucking orgasmic after our three weeks. And sometimes I'll get like really creative and really inspired. Sometimes my mood just totally shifts and like it sends me into a really happy, like radiant, vibrant mood. So it's so, so different each time. And I'm not going to lie, the fucking orgasmic state is really epic I literally had like a million orgasms last night and I was like wow like this is so cool I have not felt this in such a long time so it was so good for my body to be in a space where I'm like releasing all of this energy and feeling really really good so try it out I challenge you and now that you've heard this podcast you can't unhear what I said so I hope that you try it out and um, I would love to fucking hear how it went. Like DM me on Instagram, azaria.menezes and share how it went because I think it's always really cool to like hear people's experiences and hear what they went through and what they felt like and the results because yeah, we're all so, so, so different and there's just so much fun stuff that can come up. Anyways, I hope this podcast was inspiring and I'm so fucking happy to be back. I'm so, so, so happy to be sharing all the fun things that are happening in terms of sex, pleasure, and relationships and intimacy. Also, I have so many juicy fucking things coming up in the next little while. Like, these three weeks with no sex and no Wi-Fi, y'all, my energy (laughs) is so excited to bring you all the cool things that are going to be happening up but for now you'll have to wait till next week till the next episode and I'm going to be dropping some really really fucking cool things on Instagram and in the Facebook group so if you're not already on there come join in on all the getting intimate fun in the Facebook group just um, type in the search bar getting intimate and you can click join but for now I hope you have a fabulous orgasmic amazing pleasure-filled week ahead and I will see you next week and that's a wrap on another episode of getting intimate I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself your relationships your body and your sexuality I hope you're feeling inspired and I want you to remember take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the Pussy Fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com. And I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift and come find me on Instagram at azaria.menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.